This is a previously recorded episode. You're listening to The Nooner Show with Jackie and Denise. Tell me you love me. I need a good laugh. I'm holy water. You need a good bath. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how about that? I've got a new friend. A perfect stranger. He's got a bullet with your name in the chamber. I'm body organ. Rearranger. You feel my day. Time. Welcome to the Nooner Show with Jay Dubs and Denise Brennan Nelson. We are broadcasting live from Detroit Sound Studios, high above Activate Gaming in Ferndale, Michigan. You can find us at DetroitPodcast.com. What time is it? It's Nooner Time! Somebody bring me a mirror. It's hump day. Happy Wednesday. Yes. How are you? I haven't seen you in forever. I feel like I'm saying that like once a month now. <laughs> well, we've been having a lot of fun this summer. I, yeah, you have. Right. How's <laughs> well, your summer going? You just got back from vacation. I did. And I have to tell you about my vacation. But I have to first tell you, I know you don't want to hear this, but there are only 36 days left of summer. What are you going to cram in? 36. Am I not going to see you for the next three weeks now? <laughs> no, I'm winding down. Are you? I'm tired. I bet. <laughs> well, speaking of being tired, I, you're all over the place because you're not just playing. You are doing book signings all over. And I just have to tell you, I was up in Petoskey last week, and, you know, I love Petoskey. And um, I was walking past this cute bookstore that was just hopping, really busy. And there's this beautiful display in the window. The entire display was a book called Leopold the Lion by Denise Brennan Nelson. (laughs) I was so excited, though. I mean, you had the whole display. They are amazing. So, well, I have to tell you, and it said there's a book signing, there was a book signing going on, and I thought, oh my God, I bet she's up here. So I ran in there, it was a different author, but the the young man that worked there was all excited about you, and he started going on and on and on about how great you were, and I need to come back to the book signing, and it's on August 27th, and Oh, she's, you know, this and that and everything else. And I said, yeah, 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 I know. I, I, know. I hear about it every week. I, I know, know how wonderful lady. she is. Uh, but and, and then, of course, I looked up the date to make sure it wasn't a Wednesday and that you were going to say <laughs> I can't be there. Uh, but congratulations, though. I thought that was awesome. The well, display was you. beautiful. They do a great job. It really is one of my very favorite bookstores. And I think you're one of their favorite artists because I was thinking about they had other book signings going on every single week. Yours isn't until the end of August. And the whole display was your your book. They do a so. great job. When uh, last year I was up there and it was for Tallulah, Mermaid yeah. of the Bright Lakes, and they did a, they had a mermaid in the window and but they do crafts with the kids and games.
Williams, and they just do oh, an amazing was, job. Yeah. They know books, and yeah. they, I think I'm sure they make every author feel special. And they nobody else had a display, just just so you know. Well, I I must <laughs> say I was really excited that that far out they already yeah. have a display. So great, great. PR for me. And oh, I, absolutely, I appreciate them. And of course, I love Petoskey, yeah, as well. Yeah, who doesn't love Northern Michigan? Yeah. So, you know, but, anyway, yeah, well, I thank you for that. Who, who's all going up on the 27th? You have a lot of people going up? Rebecca, our oh, CEO. She? <laughs> oh. Yes, she's going. And um, I don't know who else. Oh, OK. But uh, Rachel happened to be up in Petoskey the same week. And she oh. um, sent me a picture. And yeah. she, she was walking by and had that same reaction of like, oh, I know that book. Yeah. You know, so. I know that lady. Yeah. That was really cool, though. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, how was your vacation? It was really good. Yeah, it was really good. Love up north. I know. Um, but anyway, so uh, speaking of book signings, so yesterday, uh, John Paul and I went down to the Motown Museum because there was a book signing going on yesterday. How'd that go? Oh, it was really cool. John Paul's a member of Motown. What do you uh, have to do to be a member? Make a donation. Oh. And you, you make a donation to get the membership package, and that's what I – it was one of his graduation gifts. I oh, thought fun. that he loves, he loves Hitsville. He loves Motown. So I thought, what a perfect gift. So he's a member, so he gets these emails for all these events, and it's like this VIP thing. It's really pretty cool. And you went down there? Yeah, we went down yesterday, and uh, the book is um, Dr. Bean's Bowls, Fingertips, and he's um, the untold story. He's uh, considered the grandfather of Motown Records, and he's the guy that was a behind-the-scenes guy with, um, like, artist development for Stevie Wonder and the Supremes and, oh, gosh, Marvin Gaye and just... A, a lot of people. I mean, he played a big role in um, developing them as artists, like professionalism and everything else. So he died, I think, the year 2000, but his son wrote this book. Okay. And he was doing, in fact, his son, uh, the author, Dennis um, Bowles, is going to be on our show next week. I can't next wait. Next Wednesday. He's going to talk about growing up at Hitsville, and he's going to share some of the stories. So um, he wrote the book. Wrote the book. From memories and stories and all yeah. that that he knows about. Wow. Yeah. Yep. His, Good for him. Yeah, it's really cool. So were there a lot of people there? It was packed. It was packed, and Hitsville's always packed. I mean, the tours there. It was really cool. It was a lot of fun. I know you've always taught. I've never been there. I need uh, to go. You have to go. It, have you been there, Matt? I have not been there. Okay. No, oh, you you have to. Well, you're you guys are right in Detroit with Jamie. You've got to take a tour of it. I'm telling you what. It's just. Um, and the interesting thing is, you know, there are people from all over the world that that go there right. to take the tour and you have to schedule the tour because they're they're booked really yeah so how it's big packed. is it the place itself it's it's, it's a house picture. yeah right. okay it's, it's not huge right. it's not huge but the tour goes through you know just the whole story of how it started and how many um famous people Artists. came out of there that all you know went to high school together in detroit and wow. barry gordy just had this eye for talent and um, he started Hitsville with um, $800. And wow. within six years, it was generating $20 million. That's back in um, the 60s. Wow. So it's, wow. it, it I'm was. Have to make a day trip. Oh, <laughs> you'll love it. It was, you know what we should do? I'll go with you because okay. th- that we can go toward Dime too, because that's one of the things that we wanted yeah, to do down there. So we should do that together. Yeah, that's a but good idea. Anyway, so he, the author's going to be on Dennis. Uh, September. Bowles. Let's go in September. <laughs> yeah. Like a back to school thing, you know? Yeah, sure. No, it's just because you have 36 <laughs> days left of summer and you don't want to. You know, I don't want to waste yeah. a day. So anyway. Not that going there. I don't mean to say that would be. It wouldn't no, be at all. No, no. No, it'd be a fun field trip. Yeah. I, yeah, I so would enjoy good. that. 
So, so. anything else new and exciting? No, not really. No. Nope. Okay. I know we're, we've got next. So next week we have. Uh, yeah, Thomas. Um, no, not Thomas. Dennis. Dennis Bowles. The, next week, the and then the week after that, we have we have Rocky. Right. Okay. Rocky's I can't wait to hear all about her trip. Yeah. Yeah. Everything she's got going she's on. In. She's some new music too. Okay. But today we have somebody very exciting I know. in the I know. studio. We do, and so we know what time it is, right? It's our favorite. Jessica, time. what time is it? <laughs> she hasn't seen us in a while. I'm like, what's the wish? What's the way? Hey, wait a minute. Oh, wait did minute. I get it right? <coughs> wait, but the bell's not what's ringing. What's wrong with the bell? That's like the third bell that's broken. There we go. There right. you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, guys. Well, it is time for our favorite <laughs> segment. And this is the segment that's designed to showcase the stories of talented and gutsy individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. Born and raised in Plymouth, Michigan, our guest, Matt Sauter, is a solo artist with, quote, golden, rustic, all-American vocal tones, mm-hmm. unquote. Okay, I have a different description. We're going to talk yeah. about that later. Yeah. I love that one, but I, I have one myself. Matt's stage name is Adventures with Vultures, and I can't wait to find out where that came from. <laughs> and he describes his current music as folk blues or Americana. Matt is currently working at obtaining his Bachelor of Arts in Honors Creative Songwriting at the Detroit Institute of Music Education, a.k.a. DIME, and his single, Skies of Gold, is featured in the school's annual album. Matt is recently signed to a record label, Original 1265 Recordings. Please Woo! welcome Matt Sauter. <laughs> Woo! Yay. Very nice. I like the clapping. Oh, Jessica is here. Thanks. Jessica. <laughs> hey, she, she had it right. She said, I know. What's the way? I know. I know. I, I was just throwing her out there. We also have Elise's here with us today, yes. and uh, she is the mama bear, according to Matt. Right? She looks yep, a little. She looks a little young, but um, right. I know she's very young, but that's what that, that to I be a mama that, bear. I think that was cute. Well, she's yeah. head of recruitment and admissions um, at Dime. She's also a producer and a musician herself so she's here to uh kind of fill in the blanks where maybe Mm -hmm. matt won't won't mess up yeah (laughs) no not mess up yeah she's gonna she's supporting matt i'll do what i can (laughs) yeah well we've already said you could be a whole nother show at least right but uh well welcome both of you yeah thank you thank you for having us thank you underneath the table there's a guitar i can't wait till that comes out we're gonna hear a live version yeah okay well do you you want to take the first question sure Uh um okay so You've been in music for a long time. I mean, you started uh, playing drums like when you were in second grade, right? Something like that. And so then it evolved into other instruments. Uh, And so as I was stalking your Facebook page and your Twitter. um, Which she loves to do. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody only when it's a guest on the show. So just so you know, I'm not a creeper. It's all right. Um, So anyway, uh, somebody tweeted uh, a comment that said um, that at first they were – and I'm not, and I'm uh, paraphrasing right now, mm-hmm. but they were um, sort of bummed out when their favorite rapper um, <laughs> became a song, or started, became a songwriter, um, right, right. It, it changed genres, I guess, but ended up uh, that he got a great feeling. I think it was a he or she, I'm not sure. Whoever had a great feeling at six in the morning listening to Skies of Gold. So that was interesting. And then I read that you um, you were a rapper. And you had a bad breakup, and that changed your genre. So take us back to that. Um, yeah, I mean, you don't have to give us the details of the breakup, but <laughs> okay, perfect. But no, uh, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah, I'm, um, I made hip hop music from 
my like senior year of high school, so, so probably like oh nine to about two thousand fourteen. And um I loved it. Thought that's what I wanted to do. And yeah, a bad breakup kinda made me want to write more prettier music, I guess, to kinda express myself and kinda stop making hip hop and now I make really? now I make blues music kind of. Isn't that interesting though? I was thinking about it and we talk about this all the time on the show how a lot of times when you go through something it seems like it's devastating or you know it's it's so disappointing yet you had to go through that to get you to right. where you're supposed to be to now being a signed artist right 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 yeah um yeah exactly if the breakup didn't happen i'd probably still be making hip-hop music and and you might not be on the Nooner show. Um, well, yeah, exactly. We have a lot of hip-hop artists because we love hip-hop, but yeah, we probably but it, wouldn't have known you. Right, right. right. But it wasn't your course. I also um, read, uh, as I was doing a little stalking myself, um, that your so your brother also is a musician. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he was always doing a different genre than hip-hop, correct? Yeah. And your yeah. parents weren't overly thrilled with your choice? Of course not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my brother was definitely at, like, family parties. You know, they wanted wanted him to grab the guitar and sing songs for everybody and they're like he's so good and <laughs> girls thought he was cuter and I was like the troublemaker and oh. then when I started playing now my brother gets mad that I sing at all I bet. family parties but you're, you're looking cuter now yeah, right yeah yes yeah. I think so um, hope so so how was that transition though was that an easy transition like how did your fans respond to that um I mean it wasn't an easy transition I guess I mean they're two totally different genres but um I mean, I've always just loved making music, regardless what it was. I mean, I was in a bunch of different bands, different genres. It didn't really matter. And, um, I mean, I still, you know, if it's the weekend and I'm drinking with my buddies, I yeah. mean, we'll still rap and act a fool. But right. Oh, we love this, to rap this, all the time, this, too. This, Denise this, and I do. This music kind of makes me um, more happy making uh-huh. it, I guess. Oh, that's cool. Have you always known that music was your course? Um, I'd like to think I always knew music was my course. I mean, I started playing drums for my brother's band when I was in, like, second grade. And I was like, I want to be a rock star when I get older. And I think I'm taking kind of decent stuff to get it done. How did you end up with it dying? Um, I had heard about it through a kid that I went to high school with. He was like, there's this new music school in downtown Detroit. And I'm like, I want to go check it out. And my mom, who's the biggest fan of anything that me and my brothers do, you know, oh, I told great. her about it the next day. She's like, "We got to go to open mic. It's tonight." I'm like, "Oh, sh-. oh wow!" You know, so <laughs> we head down there, and um, I brought my guitar. And at this point, this is last summer, or you know, last fall or spring or something. We go down there, and I'd only written like one song at the time, and never sang or played guitar in front of anybody. And I brought the guitar down there. My mom was all excited. And I totally backed out of it and performed hip hop music at the, at the open mic. My mom was kind of pissed the whole car ride home. <laughs> and then uh, she kind of set up a interview or an audition at Dime, and she was like, "Dude, play the guitar and sing, please." <laughs> so, who was your audition in front of? Uh, my audition was in front of Elise McCoy. Okay. Who's with oh. us today. And so, is was that a one on one audition? Um, it was like a one on two because my mom was there. Oh, <laughs> you're probably sure. more nervous about your mom than you were. Um, I usually try sure he didn't do hip hop. Yeah, right. That's why she's she was over there watching. <laughs> but Got no. My eye on you. But yeah, um, she kind of was just there because she likes Support. to be involved. Yeah, that's cool. Is your mom a musician or no? Just she, loves music. She kind of. 
<laughs> I mean, she, she guess can kind of be classified as a musician. She sings. Oh, she does? A little bit when she's working. Uh-huh. But. but she sounds like she's a good support. Anyway, yeah, yeah, pursuing yeah. your dream, and she mm-hmm. loves it, and she probably sees the talent. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about your audition. Now, what was the audition for? Do you have to audition to go to Dime? Yes. Mm-hmm. You do. So you can't just go sign up and pay. You have to actually You have to audition. Yeah, definitely. Okay, tell us about the audition okay. Um So, well, it depends on what you're auditioning for. So in Matt's case, he was auditioning for our songwriting program. Um, okay. So his audition was to play two original songs for us. And then also, um, you know, we asked him to do a few different things to demonstrate his musicality and his ability to pitch match and sing and wow. different things like that. Now, are you the only one that um, is... is um watching the audition or um well for for a time we did one-on-one auditions and our process has changed slightly now with a okay. new program that we're doing but at this audition in particular i was the only one and um you know when i heard matt's first song i was just like my god and he'd only been playing guitar for what matt like a year or something uh a little less but yeah yeah what, what was the first song um or what song was it what's you... the name of that song uh monsters monsters yeah so he sings this song Monsters and the first the first couple lines of the song just grabbed me right away. Wow. And he was he was super nervous. I could tell that he felt a little bit out of his element there, but um, you know, when, when you hear something great, yeah. that instantly, you know, grabbed me. Uh, wow. I just I thought, god, this guy's he's really going to go somewhere. Oh. So, during the audition process, um like how long does that take? Like do you let him know right away if or do you say we're going to get back to you? Do you yeah, well, in Matt's case, um, for his audition, I was able to tell him right then, you know, I'm, I'm going to recommend you for the bachelor's songwriting program. Do you hold your, um, like, are you smiling at him? Are you, I mean, do you let him know right away that you're loving it? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. absolutely. Oh, yeah, we, you know, we, we go to great lengths to try and make people feel um, comfortable because most oh, of the time okay, auditioning good. for stuff is like a, a very nerve wracking and intimidating right? thing yeah. to do. So. Um, you know, in the case of Matt, like it was really just me, him, and his mom, who was such a huge supporter, and wow. she's amazing. You weren't um, afraid of her. No, no. <laughs> just kidding. No, and they, like they, they weren't afraid like of me. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> um, but yeah. So it's, it was a relaxed situation, and I think that was best for Matt, especially because he was, you know, he was nervous about playing guitar for someone. Right, right. I think. And now, you, wow. and you're a solo artist. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And so the, I know you wanted to ask the name of. His yeah, where did name. you get that name? Adventures with Vultures. Um, now I was gonna name a hip. The last hip hop CD I was gonna make was gonna be called Adventures with Vultures. Oh, okay. and it was kind of just like another word of saying like, like living life with like backstabbing friends. I guess you could say. Oh, okay. so like adventures, life, vultures, backstabbers, kind of thing, and. Um, yeah, and I was like, I kind of instead of going being a solo artist, being like, I'm gonna go by my name, like John Mayer does, mm-hmm. or all the solo acts go by their yeah. name. I just thought it was kind of cooler to go by a band name and give it that. Yeah. You go and see me play. You're like, where's the band? And it's just one guy comes out. That's awesome. Interesting. And so you will stay with that. Um, I mean, I kind of want to play live shows with a backing band to kind of make it more full, but mm-hmm. I think the roster of the band will still just be me. Okay. Um, okay, so then you you find out you're accepted, mm-hmm. and you start in the program, mm-hmm. right? And so tell us I – mean, so you haven't really been a student for that long. No. And And so all of a sudden, you find out you're going to get a deal with original 1265 recordings. Yeah, well, I mean, I found out when the first school year had ended. 
So, um, you know, I, it was a whole year. I actually found out that Kevin and Sarah, yes. um, that they owned a record label like the third week I was at school. Okay. And um, I have a goal board at my house, and I wrote on the goal board. I was uh, like, I want to get signed by Original 1265. You did? Or at least, like, get their attention. Yeah. You know, that's, like, the main goal, I guess, of being a musician is kind of right. people in the industry be like, you're good. And so, you know, I kept just working on Because when I first went to the school, I had two songs. That's about it. So I was kind of just working on, like, what genre I wanted to be, what I wanted to sound like. And then after a year of molding my style, I guess, yeah. Kevin and Sarah kind of piqued interest. And now I'm on the Nooner Show. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, it's going like places, that. dude. I, right? <laughs> I think it's exciting because um, we had um, – Kevin Nixon and Sarah Clayman on the show mm-hmm. in June, it was. I think it was June 1st. June 1st or June 8th, one of those. But um, they are the founders of Dime, if anybody's uh, just tuning in right now. Um, and we had actually a group of people that came and sat in, musicians, um, that wanted to hear this interview because everybody had heard about them and heard about Dime. And I'll tell you what, we were so blown away. And I think just the fact that you got signed with them and you haven't been there that long. And so you have, like, you interact directly with them. Like, you don't have to go through all these different middlemen people, right? Um, I mean, I kind of do. Elise is kind of who I talk to 90% okay. of the time. I mean, they're busy. We have other artists on the label. Yeah. And they're jumping around and flying around. But, yeah, I talk to them. and. So, so how did you find out, though, that they were interested? Like, what happened? Um, we did an end-of-the-term showcase at Dime, which we do end of the first semester, you do a showcase, and then end of the second semester, you do a showcase. Now, is I'm sorry, but is that open to the public? Yeah. Okay, so anybody yeah. can go yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, absolutely. And okay. Um, after I got done with the end-of-the-term showcase, um, a guy from another label approached me. And was like, dude, we're really interested in talking to you and wow. blah, blah, blah. So I get all excited. And, you know, before I sign anything or even consider talking to people, I want to talk to, you know, to be people from Dime. You right. Know, my family kind of be like, listen, this is going on. Right. Yada, yada, yada. And um, they were kind of like, no, dude, we want to sign you. Wow. Kind of thing. Really? Yeah, it was kind of like a. It was kind of like a good negotiating step, me going in sure. there and being like the seller label kind of talking to me. But you but weren't even doing it for that reason, I no, would imagine. No, no, you were no. just trying to get advice. Yeah, because, on... yeah, it was all new to the whole people yeah. coming up to me and being interested kind of thing. How exciting. Yeah. Are you surprised at how, you know, relatively fast this has yeah. all come about? Um, Without sounding, like, cocky, I mean... I've been trying to become a musician my whole life, and I try to be the best at whatever genre, I guess. So um, it's been like a long time coming instead of more of like a surprise. I mean, I am surprised that it's happened this fast and getting attention, but... See, and here's the thing. So for most people, it sounds like it's an overnight success, but the truth is it isn't. You've been working on it since really you were in second grade. Right, right. And so all that hard work... And, you know, right. did you ever reach out to the girl, the, the bad breakup, and say thank you? Uh, no, we actually <laughs> oh, you got to write a song, man. <laughs> right. uh, we haven't, no, we haven't talked really since the breakup. Oh. She's doing her own thing. And yeah, she's bumming, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> but it's so true. We hear it over and over and over again that, you know, one door closes and many more doors right. open. Yeah. I mean, that's part of why we love to do this segment. Um, so, you know, now what? Um, well, right now. The person who auditioned me, Elise, it's now come full circle, and she's producing my first CD, and 
we're kind of in the midst of working on that with school starting next Monday as well. So, okay, and and you're writing all those songs. Yeah. Yep. Okay. By mm-hmm. yourself, or is there any collaboration um, going on with? They're anyone? usually by myself. Um, mm-hmm. Now I have like two new songs that aren't fully done that me and Elise probably will write together. But okay. for the most part, yeah, I write. How many songs do you think you're you're going to write before you decide what's going to be on the CD? Well, I mean, we kind of have an idea what's going to be on the CD. Oh, okay. And it's it's a weird spot to be in because you have these songs that are going to be on the CD, but you're still a songwriter, so you're writing new songs every day. So every time I go see Lisa, I'm like, I got this new one, I got this new one, while we're working on ones that we need to yeah. put on the CD. So. so have you always written songs? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yep. Are they changing I mean, like you're taking classes at Dime. Yeah. Yep. What's that? Tell me what it's like taking classes in creative songwriting. Um, it's awesome. Um, I mean, they kind of teach you. There's a term when you're a songwriter called writer's block, when you kind of like can't think of anything or don't know what to write about. They kind of teach you like techniques to like grab ideas from things that you wouldn't think. Everyone just thinks grab a guitar and start writing songs. And uh, some classes I take, you know, they'll be like, you know, watch TV and, like, pick a character who's, like, not the main character and, like, write about them or, like, find a picture and write about that picture. You know, just ideas. And the song that's on the Dime album, Skies of Gold, is actually written me looking at a picture. Oh, I can't oh, wait to talk really? about that. Yeah. yeah, we are going to talk about it. But I think we should go to the live um, performance right now since oh, we're we talking should. about songwriting. Uh-huh. Let, let me ask you one more question about songwriting. Yeah, I know I know that some some good writing came out of the breakup. Do you you know, do you think it's it's easier to write when you're in a bad place or now that everything's going great, it sounds like songs are still oozing out of you. Right. Um I mean the bad place definitely helped, I could say. Um and I'll I'll admit about 90% of the songs I write are still kind of about her and the breakup, you know, even if it's the songs not about love or anything, just I try to grab that sadness that I was in to kind of... Right. You know, I take sad things and make them into happy songs. So. Okay. Wow. So we're going to... Okay, we're going to... Well, we won't talk about... Uh, I do, I'm do. i dying to talk about Skies of Gold. I know you are so... <laughs> but can we, can we yes. do the live let's, performance let's first? Let's to the live ghosts. performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So all right. Yeah. If you're just... Tell- Go ahead. Well, and maybe at least while you get out your guitar and yep. all of that, um, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about Ghost. Um, well... Ghost is a song that's definitely going to make it on a Matt's album. Okay. Uh, it's it's really great. It's got big words and also a really big chorus, which I'm really excited to work on oh. with Matt. So we actually started working on a demo for this song last week, which were turned out sweet. Yeah, it sounds good already. Wow, that's awesome. All right, well, All let's right, hear it. So Uh-oh. this is the Nooner Show, and we're listening to Matt Sauter from Dime, and he's performing Ghost. Hold 
with you one last time. You need some oil to take them off. All right now. Oh, cause I could hit the road. But without you, this doesn't feel like a home. When the bricks have been laid. Oh, my bed has been made. Oh, and your face is just a ghost. I woke up in New Orleans. They're making moonshine with my blood. Oh, yeah. You could drown my tears and drink for days. And make the town drunk feel like he's lost. Oh, yeah. You're gonna miss me I know you're gonna miss me When I be dead and gone But if my arms could hold you one last time You need some oil to take them off Alright now Oh, cause I could hit the road But without you, this doesn't feel like a home When the bricks have been laid Oh, and my bed has been made Oh, and your face is just a ghost I could stay single like my father Oh, you think his heart was cold The way he's spending every dollar Try Make this house a home He could have burned his house to ashes Oh, and went near the coast But he never seen me smiling And my face would be a ghost Oh, and my face would be a ghost Oh, and my face would be a ghost Oh, my face would be a ghost. Oh, my face would be a ghost. But he didn't hit the road. Cause without us, this doesn't feel like it's home. And the bricks have been laid. Oh, and my bed has been made. Oh, and I ain't afraid of ghosts. Oh my gosh. Woo! I like that. Wow. Boy, you know what? I could see you opening for Jimmy Buffett. Sick. Oh, seriously. Oh that, that is what I thought of just awesome. now. Wow. I felt like I was in a. I know. Concert I want to turn the lights down, I, I, get our drink out, <laughs> and, you know. Wow. It didn't sound like it was li- live in the fact that it was so. Intimate, yeah, but and I think his his the the other thing I noticed too is that's a, a true performer when you can just sit in a studio oh. and, and act like you're in front of ten thousand people performing it, and that's you could tell you were so into it, like you just we weren't there. I mean, right, you were right. you were in front of ten thousand people just. That's got to be so much more difficult to do in a, in this or not. Um, I mean, it's what I want to do for a living, so I mean, wow. it doesn't really. Tries not to let it bug me. Did he sound like that in the in the uh, audition, Elise? Oh uh, no, it was a little different back then. <laughs> he's definitely uh, he's come a long way. Wow. wow. Does it? I mean, how does that make you feel? 
I mean, you know, it makes me feel great. When you I hear love, them play like that? I love watching, you know, all the students at Dime, and Matt in particular, take huge strides. Yeah. And, and that's just an example of it. He sounds great. That song is, is just really cool. And you wrote that. reminds me of, like, uh, Donovan Frankenreiter, like, Jack Johnson or oh, something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Sure. Yeah. Like, beachy. Who? Right. You know? Right. <laughs> Who? Yeah, Jack Johnson. I uh, it's kind of like something you would listen to if you were hanging out on the beach, drinking right. a pina colada. Right. You know, right. running That's why I was thinking of Jimmy Buffett. I'm yeah. a huge Buffett fan. Yes, nice. you are. Um, oh. At least I wanted to ask you real quick, though, with the songwriting process, um, because when you're writing songs as a, as a musician, you're emotionally attached to them. Mm-hmm. So how does it work? Like, has Matt presented something to you that you went, no way, or, you know, uh-uh? Well, I think that what's been really great about working with Matt so far is that he's really, really open. Um, he has an open mind, and he also really values um, the opinion like my opinion and, and Kevin's opinion in particular. And also, I think, you know, anybody, um, he's just, uh, I think that's a sign of a true professional. Where you yeah. can say, actually, you know what, if the right. consensus is that it's not my best work, then maybe set it down and try something else, you know. Right. That's, that's great, because I think if you can get through that part of it, I mean, it seems like, you know, musicians are very attached to emotionally, like as right. writers are, it's hard to... <laughs> You know, take criticism because you want to right. explain what you're doing. And um, but if you can be open about that and flexible and understand, you know that Elise and Kevin and Sarah right. are there right. to, you know. Well, what's been nice too is all the songs that like I really love and I am emotionally attached to are songs that they love. As <laughs> That's well. great. That's why. The kind of songs that I'm kind of like, eh, I kind of wrote this just on a limb. They're kind of like, eh, we don't know, we not might not. They're use not feeling it, yeah, it either. Like, yeah, I just. So when it. when did you write that song? How long ago? Uh, that song's the newest song that I've wrote. So that song was written, I don't know, maybe like a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Did maybe? You know, I know when I write a story, there's it, it can take a long time before it's. I mean, it starts off rough, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of drafts and all of that. That's not necessarily true with songs. Like, how many changes have you had in that song? Um, none. Uh, I mean, wow. I like. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. I, mean, I don't like you. I, I kind of feel like what you. I mean, now when you're writing them, you might switch up like the wordplay, but like I feel like the first thing that you're, I kind of think, I kind of usually go with, and I kind of more of master the way that I sing them more than like the way that the words are. So I'll kind of just take the words that are already written down, the more comfortable and confident I get with the song, kind of makes it more into a better song. Like, have you ever had moonshine? <laughs> yes, I have. Because Denise has some in her purse. <laughs> no, but, she but just she has of, it for breakfast. Some of the lyrics, like the yeah. moonshine with my blood. I mean, just uh, those are some pretty deep. Uh, you know, like you said, I can see where you're connected to right, it. Yeah. Right, and then what it goes back to is me making hip hop for so long. You know, you had to write 16 measures of a lot of words in like usually three verses. You know, each song. When you're writing these songs, I can kind of all those words that I'd have to say in a hip hop song, I can kind of take less words and just use the wordplay, which is more fun to me, and kind of make wow. it. Wow, yeah. use the strongest oh. parts. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so, when will the album come out? Oh, I don't think we have a. <laughs> we don't, I don't yeah, think we, we have a date okay. yet. No. Probably, you know, be a few months yet. But so, okay. At least, were you involved at all in um, the uh, decision of? Um, the record label signing uh, mm-hmm. Matt or 
Not necessarily, no. no. I just was the cheerleader in the background. Oh, you were? Like, yeah. Okay. Sign him. Yeah. Sign, him. Yeah. Sign him. He's great. Because yeah. <laughs> they have, um, it's original 1265 recordings. Mm-hmm. And how many people are signed now to that label? It's like four or five? Yeah. yeah so there's Gina Irina Shudo. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. Wildflowers out of the UK. And there's Charity oh. uh, Charity Ward from here in Detroit. Yeah. And Matt. Yep. So that's four. Four. Yep. Wow. Wow. You guys are right in the beginning. That's mm. awesome. Yep, yep, yep. In the beginning for this label, I mean, they've, Kevin and Sarah have already right, right, done right. a bazillion things in this business. I want to know what you did for your mom for taking you to that audition. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I bet she wants to know. Too. Yeah. She's still waiting. I know, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. She knows I love her and yeah, everything she does for me. As soon as that incredible. first check comes in the mail, though. Right, right. right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's a big fan of Hawaii. She goes once a year. Oh, wow. So. You know, hopefully, you can take day. it there. Yeah. Oh, see, you once. could actually perform in Hawaii. That would go perfect. Put that right on there. your right. vision board. Yeah, right. awesome. Um, yeah, well. Speaking of vision, yeah, put maybe get her a little house. Yeah, you know, don't just take her there. Yeah. Get her her own home. Um, Why think, does it have to be little? It could think, be a big house. Right. She probably wants a big house. <laughs> think big. Look, he's thinking a trip. I'm thinking a house, and you're <laughs> yeah, thinking a mansion. Of course, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. We see how this goes, um, right. and you, don't, you certainly don't have to share. Uh, this with us if you don't want because it's kind of personal but we talk about vision boards mm-hmm. and um, we believe in them and all of that what is there anything else that's on your vision board that that you'd like to mention or um, share or they're just like they're, it ranges from small goals or bigger goals bigger goals are written in capital letters and written bigger and then I have little the added bullet smaller ones but you know just like playing certain venues or playing with certain acts are definitely on there and um who would you like to um, yeah. play with? I mean, I like to play with a lot of people. Um, a lot of dead people I wish I could bring back and play with. <laughs> well, sure. well, let me ask you this. Uh, of dead people, or who would you most love to sit down and have dinner with? Um, if you could have. I mean, I'm a big fan of, um, like I always tell people, you know, if you kind of took like what Amy Winehouse did with her mm-hmm. music and what Johnny Cash was kind of doing with his music and put it together, that's kind of what I'm trying to do oh, with my music. Cool. So it'd be cool to kind of sit down and yeah have dinner with both of them. Probably get hammered drunk with both of <laughs> yeah. them. <But>. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's huh. That's a good mix. Have right, you right? have you always done a vision board or is this? Um, when I was making hip hop, I ran into this kid because you're gonna get a lot of people who just talk the talk and. I want to do this, I want to tour the world, you know, but kind of just only want to do it when people are around. And then I met this guy who was really goal-driven, and he always had, like, CDs done once a month, and he always had his merch and everything. Wow. And he kind of told me, you kind of need to write stuff down just to kind of remind you in the morning, you know. Right. Stop being, like, you know, two months past, like, wow, I really wanted to do this. And you kind of had the vision board, you kind of Well, that was great advice. Down. Yeah. Absolutely. And, th- and that was another musician that gave you that yeah, advice. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And what, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no. Go well, ahead. I was just going to ask you, what's been the biggest surprise about, about all of this? I mean, good or bad? Um, that I pulled it off, I guess, has been the biggest surprise. I mean, I never really sang at all. I was always a drummer in the background. And then hip-hop, it's not really a form of singing. It's more of like a form of like poetry or speaking. And... Um, the whole singing thing, yeah, I just never even wanted to get near it. I mean, you guys on the radio, the first time you kind of hear your voice in a microphone, you're like, shit, is that what I sound like? <laughs> oh, yeah. we don't listen. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. and, um, no. So I was kind of nervous, but yeah, you know, just kept pushing at it. And hip-hop actually really helped me being comfortable with my, my stage performance and mm-hmm. being in front of people and being on a microphone. So without hip-hop, I don't think I could have done this, but yeah. it's, I'm surprised that. 
Hip hop, I, I would imagine it has to be really difficult. I mean, you've got to be a pretty good lyricist, I think. Right, right, right. right. I mean, yeah, and especially coming from like Detroit area where Eminem's so big, and yeah. you're going to get criticized if you're trying to rap. You know? Right, right. But, but I'll tell you what, we've had some really good artists. So, um, Red, Red is a phenomenal lyricist and easy to God. Um, yeah, I think if we had, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're working on Big Sean. Sweet. He doesn't know it yet. <laughs> we're, we're just he's on our vision board. He's on our vision board. But, See, and I'm and I'm yeah, working on it. Put, put those things out there. So, okay. how many songs a week would you say you write? Um, when I first got accepted in a dime, you know, I was just so excited. I only had two songs at the time. So, from the time I got accepted until the time school started, I kind of was writing a lot. And then with the school year, I was pumping a lot of them out. But um, with the whole signing and us doing pre-production and getting like the CD ready. I'm kind of slowed down a little bit because I can't just, I mean, as much as I do write every day, I come to her all the time and be like, I have this new song, I have this new song. I kind of just like, you know, slow down. So it's kind of slowed down a little bit, but uh, I mean, I'll write, I try to write every day. Oh, that's good so for you. So what, what, um, what has changed since you started Dime? I mean, with your career path and your vision and... I mean, everything. Is really. it clearer? Yeah, now? definitely. Yeah, definitely. And especially... Like I said, like a month before I went to Dime, I still was like on like that hope of still love hip hop, want to be a hip hop artist. Yeah. And I mean, when I did my audition, I didn't even have a guitar strap. I kind of just held the guitar in my hand and played. It was super sloppy and unprofessional. But um, yeah, now this is what I want. I mean, I always know when I want to do music, whether it's behind yeah. the scenes or but it's just a little nicer to be. In yeah, the spotlight. A clearer vision. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of, of course. What's what? What advice do you give him, Elise? Um, you know, with Matt's songwriting, he is still like at this great point where he's new at it. But, um, but I I guess that means that he's more creative all the time, which is great. So he's, he tends to start stuff and not really finish it. I think Mm -hmm. as lately he comes, he's like, I got this great idea for a song, at least. And it's like a verse and a chorus, um, which is a great place to start. But then also we're, you know, we're working on the record. So it's like we got to finish stuff too. Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of true with creative people yeah. though? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it's me yeah. too. It's like hard for me to even give yeah. him that kind of advice because I, I do the same <laughs> stuff all the time. Do you write songs as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Super good songs. Really? Wow. Super good now, songs. Okay. So who do you like, who who are the people in your life? This you know, I know you've got Elise and all that, and your mom. Do you who who else do you show your songs to or share your songs with before you, you know? Um, grandma definitely. Oh, yeah, because for the longest time, I mean, me and my grandma are like best friends. Oh wow! And um, the fact that I was making hip hop, you know, a genre that like she doesn't care about at all for the longest time. The fact that I kind of make singer-songwriter music kind of brings her back to music she's listened to, so it's a cool little oh, wonderful. thing. So if I write that a new song, cool. my mom will be the first one to call her and be like, he wrote a new song, and then she'll call me and be like, come over here and play it. Oh, how exciting. Do you yeah. ever just share the words without singing it, or, or um, can you not do that with a song? I mean, I could, but... Wouldn't have the same impact. No, I got a pretty guitar. I kind of like playing it yeah, okay. as much as I can. <laughs> okay. And so when's the next um, – sh- so where can we find you, first of all, people that are listening? Um, well, it's Ventures with Vultures on all social media across the board. Can they download your music? Um, right right now, I mean, because it's such a beginning process. Like okay. I said, this has all happened within like a year. Okay. The only song they can really get is um, Skies of Gold, which okay. is available on iTunes, Spotify, 
Okay. Um, Which we're going to play. Blah, yeah, it's yeah. on a bunch of stuff. But yeah. yeah, I found it yep. e- quite easily, actually. Well, let's nice. play that one right now so we can talk about that. Okay, sounds Skies good. Guys of Gold with Matt Sauter. Now, is it – it's Adventures or Ventures with – Adventures. Ad- okay, adventures. I just wanted to clarify that. Okay. There you go. Well, I can't swim, and I know that the water's cold as ice. But as long as the hummingbirds they stay on alert, and as long as the dogwoods grow, well, it must be summertime. The grass is cut in a perfect line in the sky. Sing to me, sing to me, cherry lips, help soothe my soul. And I don't need, well I don't need no fancy couch, TV screens inside my home. Cause as long as the hummingbirds they stay on alert and as long as the dog will it must be summertime with grass cut in a perfect line And the sky is gold And our lives like the leaves When they fall from the trees And our loves like the bees When they leave their When I'm with you And I kiss you When I miss you Oh, I could die So lay with me Lay with me in a field As my face grows old Lie to me Lie to me Say my chivalry is my best quality Cause as long as the hummingbirds They stay on high alert And as long as the dogwoods grow Well it must be summertime The grass is cut in a perfect line And the sky is gold Cause our loves like the leaves When they fall from the trees And our loves like the bees When they leave their high Oh, I'm so alive When I'm with you And I kiss you When I miss you, baby I could die So roll your boat Roll your boat Down the stream With 
You never sang before. I mean, did you take voice lessons? No. Um, not really. No? I mean, um, Original 1265 kind of wanted me to do some. Uh-huh. We have a great vocal coach with Antea. And um, so I kind of worked with her a little bit. But when that song was recorded, I had none. Your voice is amazing. amazing. That's really? the kind of music great I like. Song. Me too. Rebecca, like, our CEO, yeah. texted chills. Yeah. That's what yeah. she wrote. She's listening to it. Yeah. Uh, wow. That's okay. So, why is this song so important to you? Um, I don't know. Well, first of all, it's important because it's like the first time I got to go record and have like a single as Adventure with Vultures. And okay, with the way things are shaping, it might be like a good milestone. Yeah. Obviously. But um, I don't know the song. I mean, it's pretty. And it's, it's beautiful. A, it's, you know, like I said, 90% of the songs I write are about that mostly go back to that breakup. So, you know. You need yeah. to break up again. I know, again, right? you, again. You, need to, you need to keep her picture right, on your vision right, board yeah. because <laughs> that needs to work for another 10 years. That, sweet. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, so uh, where did that song come from? Why, and why gold? Um, but like I said, so in class, one of the assignments for uh, one of my classes was to go pick a picture and write, like pull ideas from it and write a song. You know, next time we come back to class, can I have one? And I went home and I was looking at pictures, and I found like a painting. It was like a painting of this girl in a boat, and like the background instead of being like blue, it was like you know like a gold sky, like it was dawn or oh, whatever. Wow. And yeah, that song kind of turned out. I don't it's, it's beautiful wow. because you think you know. I mean, you know, skies are blue and all that. But I kept when I was listening to it, you know, yeah. a while ago, I kept thinking. Wonder why where gold where gold right. came from. You know what's funny is when we had um, Sarah and Kevin on the show. That's the song that they played, and when we played it, I don't know if you remember this, but you couldn't stop I, talking about it's that a, song. It's a, I mean, why can't they send that song to someone and they just <laughs> send you a million dollars? This song right. is awesome, yeah, and it it's really, gonna and it's gonna be on the CD. So wow. we're excited about it. Love it. I mean, it's any got a great beat, but it's yummy. Yeah. Yummy was the word that I kept thinking. Nice. Of. I, 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 their description of your voice, but that is just—I really like it. What was the description? Yum. Of his, oh, the one I read in the introduction. Mine's, no. mine's just yummy. Oh, yummy. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Well, we'll leave that one alone. <laughs> okay. His voice, yeah, Jacqueline uh-huh. Wallace. Yes. Anyway. Um, so what's next? Um, any shows lined up? Anything? How can uh, anything going on at Dime that people can come out and watch you? Or what's happening? Um, as far as Dime, I mean, yeah, we actually we have a big show at Dime tomorrow night. Matt's not performing, but oh. there's going to be uh, I think two student bands, one instructor performing with his group, and then also uh, a rock band called Yum. So we're we're doing a big kickoff party with all of our new and returning students tomorrow night. Oh, cool! Open to the public, so. Okay, and that's um, what's it's called the underground, right? Mm-hmm. Where, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna actually Denise and I want to take a tour of Dime because it just sounds like such a cool place. I know. I saw the pictures on the yeah on the website, and it does look like an interesting place. Let me ask you something else. If if somebody wants to join Dime, do they have to um, if they want to become a student? Do they have to wait until the auditions are announced, or can they just call and say, "I want to audition," and you set one up? We do. Um, we book audition days at okay. certain points in the year, um, but for the most part, oh. they're rolling, and we're happy to book an audition okay. for anybody at any time. So. Okay, perfect. 
And um, wow. Right. How hard is it when you have somebody audition and you feel like mm. they may never have it? Well, I mean, honestly, I think, you know, it's it's not a huge letdown when that kind of stuff happens because we have other stuff that goes on at Dime that, um, you know, students who may not be ready for a full-on bachelor's degree program in music could come in and do a short course and attend master classes and get to know the students through networking opportunities and such um, to kind of, you know, make them feel like they're part of the family and we've got stuff lined up for them to help them grow and So learn. you redirect them. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, if you you know if you don't do well at your first audition, you can always come back and do another one. I wow. think that's what I took away from Sarah and Kevin I was that too. a lot of people might feel like music is their course, but it doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, front and center stage or, right. or producing an album or whatever. There's so many other areas in music that you can be involved with. Yeah, yeah that's, I think redirect is a great word. Yeah, no, know? and that that's what I really liked about the interview with um, Kevin and Sarah was that they really did give hope, I thought, to a lot of aspiring musicians that you're right it's not just being on stage there's so many different you can make a great career out of it and all different there's so many different facets to the business can or would you ever sing someone else's song or will you always just write your own um i i mean i'd like to say i'd only just write my own sing my own you kind of get more connected to it i mean if it comes down to a point where someone that's usually when you're really far down the line and you're signed to like a humongous label and you're making great money, they're like, Hey, this dude wrote this song for you. I mean, I'm not gonna turn it down at that point. Right. But huh. I'd like to be like, I kinda have my own songs if we could kinda use those instead. Right. What about collaboration? Is there anybody you would like to really collaborate with? Um, I mean my favorite person to collaborate with is Elise. For oh, sure. I was wondering. I didn't know if I should ask that question or not. But would you – so you, you would yeah, sing I mean, together? Yeah. Or? She sang on Skies of Gold. She was doing all the harmonies oh, on Skies of Gold. Oh, that's right. You said that before and I already forgot. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And usually and probably all the songs on the album should probably ho- hopefully do harmonies. <laughs> Matt's out. pulling for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's on his vision board. Yeah. Your face yeah. is yeah. on it. Yeah. Wow. Right next to the ex-girlfriend. <laughs> well, I, I just want to say about collaborating with Matt, like – when we did Skies of Gold together, um, it was a song that was already so beautiful and it was just a, it was cool because I just got to come in and say, OK, why don't you stomp on the ground and let's mic it up? I'm like, I hear how about we put some accordion on it. And then at the very end of the session, I sang some harmonies and, it, you know, it was really, really effortless process. And um, and that's kind of that's the best kind of collaboration I think. To have. Wow. Now, is is a producer? I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. But as a producer, at least, do you um, do you ever say, "Well, tell me about the song"? Like, do you want the story behind it? Oh, Does yeah. that give you insight on, you know, where it came from and and what it should sound like? Yeah, I think. Um, I guess when you particularly when you're talking about lyrics or, mm-hmm. or adjusting or adding a lyric to a song. Um, I've done collaborations and co-writes with people before where, I mean, you have to spend a lot of time kind of digging into it. So even last yeah. week we were working on the bridge for Caroline and I'm like, Matt, you got to tell me more about what this song's about because I don't want to throw ideas out there and then have it be like not, not apply, yeah. you know, cause you, you want, you want to make sure that the original message kind of stays intact. That's really important to me. Wow. And that makes the song better. I think when, when there's a, a mutual understanding of mm-hmm. what it's about, there mm-hmm. and then you can feel the connection, especially when somebody's performing it. Do you have a hard time coming up with the titles? Like, okay, now I'm curious. Bridge to Caroline. 
Where where did that come from? Um, well, the song is the song is just called Caroline. She was talking oh. about the bridge section. section. Oh, yeah. got it. Caroline. <laughs> but no, uh, naming songs is my least favorite part. Oh, it is because you know, I write a song and like I could care less what the name is, but some people are like that's half the battle is having a great name to the song, you know. So, you gotta kind of choose wisely. It was up. It was up to me. I just name them by numbers. <laughs> How'd you come up with Caroline? Is that somebody- uh, this, the song? I mean, it's about. Some, some, Another yeah. ex-girlfriend. No, no. no. <laughs> a one-night stand. Yeah, you never. Yeah, right, right. But no, you never use the name of whoever you're talking about. Right, okay. Oh. And like prettier names that you can like rhyme with more, sound prettier in a song. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Caroline. Cool. We have to wrap it up. I know. One of these shows, I'm going to be the one to say that. Well, then you better do it because she's ready to smack But I don't want to wrap it no, up. No, I'm not. <laughs> you will switch sides here because she does this to me. Oh, by the way, even when yeah. you were gone, yeah. I sat here. Did you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm oh, kind of like, like Ed McMahon seat. a little bit, right? And you're Johnny Carson. <laughs> really? <laughs> Didn't Johnny Carson die first? Is that why? <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. I bet. <laughs> he had to work harder than Ed McMahon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's all right. I'll take that as a compliment. Thank yes, you. It is. Um, okay. So uh, Matt Sauter, you can look him up on uh, Facebook, social media, and um, through the Dime site, D-I-M-E, Detroit Institute of Music Education, also Adventures of Vultures, right? Mm-hmm. Any of those social media sites yep. if you want to follow him. And you'll keep everybody posted on what's yeah. going on mm-hmm. with the shows and when the um, is it is it a full length um, CD you're doing or an EP? What's going to be? What are you guys releasing? Well, I think that we're still in the process of putting together a body of work. Okay, so the length of it is is yet to be announced. I think. Okay, right, right. Well, I'll tell you what. When you're ready to release whatever it's going to be, let's have you back on. Awesome, and yeah. let's talk That'd be about great. that. Perfect. Yeah, good luck with everything. Thank you so um, much. Yeah, I can't wait to see you open for my man Jimmy Buffett. Sick, sick. <laughs> I'm one of those I'll get campers. You ba- I'll get you there. backstage. Oh, you come. will. Yeah. I'm going to hold you to I'll, that. We tape this, you know. Yeah, we have this. Yeah, we have it on tape. Uh, but anyway, so we do um, we do have a sip on this today, and do you want to talk about that, Denise? I do. It's a, just a it's a, it's a Michigan wine. It's called Michigan Awesome. You're from Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. Raised yep. and born, and we know you are awesome. So, so, so <laughs> you our, just proved it. Yep, we dedicate that to you. Awesome. Cheers. Right. Everyone, and uh, next week we have uh, Dennis Bowles, on the author of Fingertips, and he's going to talk about his life growing up at Hitsville and Motown, and it should be a really cool show. I'm going to read the book. Yeah, you're going to read the book, and you're going to get us prepared for next week. Yes, right, I Denise? am. Give me my homework. <laughs> um, looks like a you know, looks like an interesting book. Yeah, our, and we do have to do our tradition. We haven't done our fortune cookies. No, in we forever. haven't. You had them, and I couldn't do them when you weren't oh. here. Well, yeah, you couldn't go buy your own. <laughs> Uh, God forbid. Well, no, okay. because those are special. I know they are. Cookies. So here's what we do, Matt. Oh. We we toss our cookies. Whoops. Okay. Oh, God, that's not good. And whichever way the prongs are facing you, that means that that fortune was meant for you. Okay. okay. That's like a little tradition Uh-oh. here. Yep. They're all facing Matt. Uh, there, 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 I got that little one. Yep. Uh-oh. That one's this yours. Is mine. This is, that one's yours. That one for just okay. Yep. Okay. So we have to go through, read our fortune. All right. Matt, we'll start I can't with wait you to see what my fortune is. Because I, I know haven't done we it haven't done this in a while. I'm making a mess. That's okay. I'm gonna put my glasses. Okay, there. All right. And are we gonna end it with our famous quote or no? 
that we took from the ninja guy? I have to read mine first to see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, we had guests on, and we have had they been changed doing fortune doing. cookies, and they said, well, you know you're supposed to end every fortune with the words, in bed. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. That, that just wasn't my uh-huh. idea. Nice. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, mine says, a cheerful letter or message <gasps> is on its way to you. In bed. In bed. <laughs> That's wow. not bad. No. Go ahead, Elise. We'll go that way. Mine is um, <clears throat> your hard your hard work will soon pay off. Ooh. In bed. In bed. <laughs> Elise is like, no. It's no, so much more fun part. when you had it. I know. It is. Mine is be prepared for a sudden needed and happy change. <laughs> change in plans. <laughs> in bed. <laughs> Of course I'd get that one. Yeah, of course you would. That sun need, huh? <laughs> oh, happy news it's uh, is on its way to you. In bed. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jessica. Mine's really awkward. Uh-oh. You will always be surrounded by true friends in bed. <laughs> Better than strangers. I didn't know you were into that. I think. I didn't know you were into that, Jessica, but that's okay. Apparently. Oh. All right. So this was uh, Look Up Dime, Detroit Institute of Music Education. It's a great program, great school. And really, um, Matt, with you, it sounds like that sort of cleared everything up, and you have a pretty clear direction of what's happening, and I can't wait to see you on the big stage. So oh, Thank you. Thank and you. Breakups. <laughs> yes, yes. Breakups that, that inspire Cheers. great Cheers. music. Cheers. Cheers. And Elise, thank you for joining us. We'll have to have you back and talk us talk to um talk to us about recruiting and auditioning and what and people your journey. look for. Yeah, your, your journey, journey sounds pretty fascinating. Yeah, I can't wait to hear actually have her tell her story about knocking on the window. What a cool story. <laughs> yeah. We're going to save that one. Okay. Yeah. Say hi to, to Sarah back. and Kevin for yes, us as well. well. And, uh, and to Brittany, hopefully nice. she, uh, yeah. she's got her baby on. Oh, that's on right. Mm-hmm. So I hope, yeah. I think the office might be listening right now. So. Oh, oh, hi guys. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, Thanks but, for sending these two our way. Yes. And we look forward to many more students here. So we're going to end it with we're going to end it with our quote, and then we are going to end it one more time with Skies of Gold, okay, though? Oh, good. I don't mean to point. <laughs> That's okay with me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Go ahead. Okay. And remember, sometimes your only available transportation is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith with us. And happy hump day. We have Skies of Gold by Matt Sauter. Grow your bow. Grow your bow down the stream with me tonight Cause I can't swim Well I can't swim And I know that the water's cold as ice But as long as the hummingbirds They stay on alert And as long as the dogwoods grow well, it must be summertime, your grass is cut in a perfect line. In the sky, it's gold. Sing to me, sing to me, cherry lips, help soothe my soul. And I don't need, well, I don't need no fancy couch, TV screen. Inside my home Cause as long as hummingbirds They stay on alert And as long as the dogwoods grow Well it must be summertime With grass cut in a perfect line In the sky